guys. Welcome back to Flora Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa. That feels weird. I know. We're back on the floral couch. Here we are. Virtually, of course, because social distancing and all that, but uh, still, it's been so long. We are here. We are live. In case anyone was worried about us, there <laughs> are thousands, millions of listeners. Um, so basically, our moms um, and uh, five of our other friends. Honestly, but... I I don't even know if my mom listens. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. So cannot confirm. So. <laughs> um... so. Yeah, I was looking. Our last episode released on Halloween. That was the last time we put one out, and we did our taste testing. It, that feels like it was a long time ago, but and it kind of was, but it also wasn't at the same time. Yeah, I felt like it had been like a half a year or something that's gone by, Seriously. but in reality, it's been like two months, <laughs> almost three, but still. I'm in like such a time warp, and I don't know... I honestly can only handle, like, one day at a time. That is fair. Who needs planning? It's 2021. (laughs) Actually, so, my, you know how we do New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals? Yeah. We have, like, the past couple years. I didn't do any this year because I have no idea what my life's going to look like in the next, like, few months, even, so... I was just, my resolution was just to, like, not make any goals, just to, like, get through and figure out day by day. I think that is totally, like, admirable to, because honestly, a goal of, like, going with the flow is, like, a good goal also, because that's not, like, easy to do always. Like, yeah, I feel like sometimes we're too stringent with goals setting that we need to just, like, live our lives yeah. let it happen yeah a goal of going with the flow but I also can't really go with the flow I keep feeling <laughs> like the saying like everything is going on but nothing's going on at the same time yeah interesting um cryptically describing my life I guess <laughs> um uh. did you send me new year's goals I really just reading goals and then to just generally be more active like I know it's not like a smart goal I guess but um I guess it is because I'm like tracking steps and stuff but just try to get outside more even though it's winter and I want to hibernate I like now I'm living close to a lake and it's like beautiful and I'm like okay make yourself walk to it like enjoy it while you can who knows where you're gonna be living next year like yeah I feel you on that yeah so what have you that's good what have you been up to since October 31st when we uh taste tested some Halloween and pumpkin-y treats from Trader Joe's um (laughs) like I just said I've been up to nothing and everything (laughs) <laughs> Actually, no, like, the holiday season was pretty good, pretty chill. It felt weird. But but I didn't do anything, like, super out of the normal. Like, I just, we did hang out with my family, and that was pretty much it. And finished up 
quarter of classes and worked from home and watched some Christmas movies. Watched a lot of shows. We'll get to that, um, honestly, but that's really it. I'm boring. (laughs) I mean, I feel like everyone's in that same boat. I have really nothing to add to, like, what I've been up to other than um I will say the holidays were kind of fun in that it's the first time that I've lived at home in um about 10 years and like been here for every holiday event kind of thing not that they we did anything major because like Rona but just like I don't know the everyone's in the Christmas spirit so like randomly one night we'll do dinner and it's just like I don't know I've been able to be part of more than I have from being living farther away so that was kind of nice yeah that's awesome like it's just it's been good to like slow down Mm -hmm. and not have to worry about not like not getting everything done or being somewhere or that kind of stuff I feel like the weekends have been really nice because we don't go anywhere we don't do anything and they're always they were always jam-packed before and now like it's just I feel like I have a lot more space to do the things I want to do yeah we've talked before how we're both kind of like solo rechargers like we need like alone time to recharge which is interesting because like I did have that at first while we were all kind of like semi-quarantining and but now it's like I get that to an extent but then I have so much family that just like will randomly stop by because I am closer that I feel like like I never never actually have a weekend where I don't like see people which sounds weird but it's like I kind of miss the, the like, no con- communication. Like, that's how I recharge. And it's it's interesting. Like, I think I had more of that before. <laughs> Quarantine just as a fact of not being around as many people. But. Yeah, I, I feel like social gatherings now, I'm, like, scared of them even more than I was before. <laughs> like it takes away more out of me and I need to like mentally prepare way more for them because I just haven't had to worry about it (laughs) I feel that so hard (laughs) uh it'll be interesting to see what happens in this year for sure um should we talk a little bit about what we're kind of thinking as far as floral couch conversations for 2021 Yes, let's give the update. Okay. <laughs> um, what is the update? Well, I think the update is that we're kind of reformatting a little bit. We, as Emily mentioned, she is doing nothing and everything. So she got kind of busy. I had moved home, so I got kind of busy. And we decided to take a break and kind of regroup. And so we're going to go with a monthly format. And try to just cover everything we would normally cover that in that one monthly episode. Yeah, I think I think it'll be good. I think we were the quality of our episodes were kind of slipping because we were just trying to like cram them in. And mm-hmm. um, we obviously um, are doing this for people to listen to us, but we're also doing it for ourselves to have fun. So. We're just kind of reformatting it to fit our lives a little better. So we hope you don't mind. We didn't get a lot of angry emails while we were away. So. 
<laughs> the hate mail was kept to a minimum. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, little to no hate mail. Um, but yeah, we're just we're just keeping going with our life, and the floral couch is still alive. It is. It's it's blooming. <laughs> Um, okay, should we jump into our first segment? Yes, let's go. Okay, sprouting songs. So this section is going to be basically our music recommendations and things that we've been listening to. Emily, what is on your list? Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about, since we kind of missed the boat on this, but do you pay attention to your Spotify wrapped? No, and actually, since I haven't, like, been commuting, I actually stopped paying for Spotify, too, so I, like, never listen to Spotify anymore. Okay. Interesting. Um, <laughs> so, then I will just be our Spotify expert here. Perfect. Um, well, you know how, you know what that is, what Spotify wrapped is? Yeah, I remember looking at it last year. Okay, so, it's, like... Spotify takes all your data and shows you like who your top artist was for the year, what your top hundred songs were for the year, what your like top five songs were, um, and like a couple other random fun facts about your music. And I like live for that kind of stuff. <laughs> I I want to see who my top people are. I want to look at my songs. I just think it's so fun. And I also love when everyone else posts it on like Instagram so that I can see what their top song was who their top artists were I just find that to be so interesting I want to see it so I always post it on my Instagram so that because I want to see other people's yeah other but people have really strong opinions and think it's really annoying so I just wanted to put that out there that I love my Spotify rap and I love other people's Spotify (laughs) rap it's kind of like a window into the soul like what are they like I feel like what you're listening to talks a lot about like I don't know it it gets to know someone on a different level interesting yeah, exactly mm-hmm. I didn't know there was so much hate about it though yeah there were some there were I saw some people be like stop posting your Spotify wrapped or like I had someone <laughs> who um was like I'm skipping all of your Spotify stories show me your favorite Christmas ornament instead <laughs> and that was cute but I was like no I love the Spotify rap okay so are you gonna tell us your top songs <laughs> okay well I can tell you who my top artist was okay obviously Taylor Swift obviously my top song was um a song by All Time Low and it's called Some Kind of Disaster. <laughs> and I really like that song, but I, like, I don't, be- like, I can't believe it was my number one played song. And Interesting. Because none of my, like, I didn't listen to any other all-time low music. I just really liked that song. And Some Kind of Disaster was pretty fitting for the year 2020. Interesting. I'm going to have to go listen to that. I don't know if I know that song, but what you saying that just reminded me of um in living with my sister I realized that she always says hot disaster instead of like a hot mess do you say hot mess or hot disaster I don't really say hot mess but that is 
the phrase that I'm familiar with, but I like hot disaster. It's like more, it's like more fun to say. Yeah. Yeah. um, I was noticing that I was like, that's so weird. I'm expecting you to say hot mess, but anyway, side tangent. Okay. All time low. I'm feeling it. Okay. So another Spotify update, they, Spotify now makes you a time capsule playlist, which it's like a combination of songs that you used to listen to like years ago and also um like just songs that were popular at that time that are like similar to those songs that you used to listen to interesting I like it okay so and they update it like every week with new songs um I, it's so fun to listen to because it's a new playlist every week of your all your old favorite songs. I like that. So wait, is it based on like your Spotify history? So it only goes back as far as like when you created a Spotify account, I assume? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I've had my Spotify account since like 2013, I think, or maybe 2012, which is a long time. Such an early adapter. Yes. <laughs> I didn't have premium until like for a while, but okay, okay, interesting. Um, okay, and then while we're still stuck in twenty twenty, I'm going to talk about a Christmas song <laughs> um, that Dan and Shay put out called "Take Me Home for Christmas," and that was my favorite song for November and December. Okay, so is it is it like a slower song? Um, no, not super slow. Yeah, I'll have to give it a listen. I feel like I didn't listen to the radio much at all, so you'll see when I uh, talk about my songs, I'll ex- even have any songs to contribute. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, um. I'll keep going. So Taylor Swift obviously came out with another album in December, and I love every song on that, but my favorites are Willow, Happiness, and Long Story Short. Okay. I know you're not a Swiftie, so we don't have to dive into that any- anymore. I mean, but we I know we have some listeners that are, so if there's anything else you need to uh, elaborate on, feel free. I will agree. Okay, well, I mean, if you are Swifty, you probably know that there's rumors that there's a third album coming out in the early spring. Um, Unconfirmed. Taylor Swift actually denied that, and she said that it was, like, a mistake. Like, the things that people are pointing out that show that there could be a third album, she said it was, like, a design mistake on the album cover but Taylor Swift doesn't do anything by mistake so uh we'll see what happens so by a third album do you mean she already released like two in 2020 or like there's like they're all interrelated she released two in 2020 okay she released one in July one in December and there's rumors that there's a third like in that collection because like she basically released these two records because she said in quarantine I just went crazy we wrote a bunch of songs and here they are okay so we'll see interesting I mean very productive 
uh, Taylor has been, it sounds like. So I'll give her props for that, even though I'm not like the biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, and it's all like it's it's new sounding, but also some of it is sound like it calls back to some of her old stuff. And it's, I'm not a type of person who usually like puts on an album and just listens to the whole album. Okay. Like I just like to make my playlists and listen to like what my music is for the moment. But for those album for the one folklore and evermore, I just like put it on, listen to the whole album, on repeat, all day. <laughs> I love That's it. How good it is. Okay, I have two more songs. One is Religion by Colton Avery, who I discovered recently. Um, is he country? Or is more like pop-y. Okay. okay. And, and then have you heard of Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo? I have not. Okay, so... I'll let me catch catch you up on what's happening. <laughs> I'm so, so out of tune. Get you, it? We're you talking really about are, music. <laughs> okay, you really are if you have not heard of this song. So Olivia Rodrigo is um she's like a 17-year-old girl and she's currently on the show High School Musical the series on Disney Plus. Okay. Have you heard of that? Yes. Okay, so she plays like the Gabriella character on that show. Okay. And I, I've only seen like a couple episodes of that show. I started it and like couldn't really finish it. Um, but she's like really cute and fun. And I like her voice. Um, and she has like some good music, but she's also like a huge Taylor Swift fan. So apparently she was dating her co-star on the show for a while. And her co-star was like helping her get her driver's license but it was all secret like it was just rumored that they were dating okay and then the co-star started dating this other disney channel star named sabrina carpenter and then olivia released this song called driver's license that's basically like f you now i have my driver's license so i'm sad and you're dating this other blonde girl interesting but it's catchy, but the, I assume. <laughs> the song is really good. It's like Taylor Swift quality. It's like shattering records. Like it's shattered the Spotify most played for a day a bunch of times. It's like broken a bunch of Taylor Swift's records. Wow. And it's blowing up. Okay. I feel like I need to have you make me like a playlist so I can like join the century or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened before. Yeah, it did. Um, but then Sabrina Carpenter, the other lady, also released a song like a week after Driver's License that's supposed to be like a response to this Driver's License song. And then the guy, I can't even remember his name, that they were both dating, also released a song. Oh my so gosh. My, I think it's all publicity stunt. I really like the song Driver's License. And I like Olivia Rodrigo, but I don't get how, like, they can just write music and release it in two seconds. Yeah, like, there, it seems like that may have been planned. Um, 
I have a question. Sabrina Carpenter sounds really familiar. Does she have like other songs that have been like released pre previous to this? Yeah, she's okay. like a pop okay. singer. Gotcha. Interesting. I might have to go uh, look up the drama and jam out to a uh, driver's license, I guess. Yeah, I don't really care about the drama, but I love the song. <laughs> but you know the drama, so. Yeah, but that's because I like watch Instagram stories and you are super admirable by not being on Instagram, so. It's been very freeing, but also I feel like I know nothing about what's happening in the world. Um, but oh well. Any other songs you have to uh, recommend? Nope, that is it. Okay, well I have I'm a ready really, for yours. I have a really long list of three, <laughs> and because I don't listen to the radio, these might be like really popular songs that everyone is like, duh, that's like a really popular song, or it could be that no one's heard of them, so. Um, I'm unsure. Uh, the first one is Bra Off by Ray Lynn. Have you heard that song? Bra Off. No. It's like... Is this country? It is. Ray Lynn is a country singer. Um, it's like so catchy. The main chorus is like breaking up with you. It's like taking your bra- my bra off. And I'm like, wow, that's like so relatable. <laughs> so maybe uh, it does sound kind of familiar. I don't know. It's been like my like shower jam or just like I don't know if I'm like cooking I put it on and like dance around it's I don't know it's a good uh just fun to sing along to um the other two I heard because my sister and I we've discovered listen to very different music but these are two songs that she's actually played while we've been driving in the car that I like like whereas most of the time I'm like can you please change the station because we just don't (laughs) listen to the same things um, the first one is Mood by 24K Golden. Have you heard that song? I have not. I don't listen to the radio at all, so maybe this is perfect. Because yeah. You just, I'll capture the Spotify, you capture the radio. Perfect. <laughs> um, what's funny about Mood is uh, I had heard my sister play it a bunch because she was, like, obsessed with it. And it's, like, why are you always in a mood fucking around like you're brand new? And I thought, like, in my mind that they were, say, walking around like you're brand new. So my sister totally called me out for, like, censoring myself. But I just thought those were the words. So that's uh, kind of embarrassing. But now I can't, like, not say walking around. Anyway, um, if you hear it, if you ever listen to it, let me know. It's, like, clear that they're, like, swearing. (laughs) Okay. That sounds familiar. And maybe I just, because I don't know names of songs. Yeah. Unless I'm, like, it's on my Spotify playlist, so it sounds familiar. I'm sure you have heard it in passing. Um, And then the last one is Love Lies by Khalid. Um, And I just think he has, like, a beautiful voice, and I really like this song. It's, like, very catchy, so Um, it's fun to jam to. Those are my, my three recs, two from my sister and one just because actually I think my neighbor introduced bra off to me but um yeah all all recommendations from other people because I am not discovering new songs <laughs> well you're recommending even if you're you're recommending them from other people you're still recommending them to me so it's true and none of our just matched which I'm not that surprised but uh so lots of recommendations <laughs>
Yeah, you you captured genres that I did not go into, so we complement each other. Speaking of music, before we go on to our next section, are you gonna watch American Idol? I think so. When did it start? I just saw a commercial for it. I think it's soon. Okay, is it? Are they in person? It looked like the auditions were. From the because preview it, that I saw, I just captured the very end of it. So it was like so painful to watch the virtual American Idol last year. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're probably screening people and like doing it in person. I feel like a lot of shows are doing that, but yeah. Okay, I'll probably watch it. Okay, I plan to as well. So we'll have to compare notes and share with our listeners. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um on to our next section so blossoming binges this is where we are going to chat about what we've been watching emily what's at the top of your list oh my gosh i forgot to write them down but i will tell you so recent, most recently, we've been watching Ugly Betty, Ooh. which is on Hulu. It's a show that was on ABC from like 2006 to 2010. Uh, I know that because I watched it religiously every Thursday night while I was in high school. <laughs> um, and we're realizing that there were that there are a lot of plot holes in the show, and. It's kind of ridiculous and getting a little long, but we're on the fourth season, so we're almost done. Is it, like, hard for you to go back then and watch it and realize the plot holes since you, like, liked it so much, or is it okay? No, I still like it. I'm. It's just kind of, like, funny. Like, okay. Like, okay, this is so ridiculous. Okay, so it's not, and like, it's disappointing. Also, <laughs> yeah, and it's also, like, the so it revolves around a magazine, like, a publishing business and a and a fashion magazine and so and they go into the details of like the photo shoots and all that kind of stuff and I kind of have like some experience with like photo shoots and stuff just in my own career and so now I'm like Betty's the writer like they would not have her be doing like in charge (laughs) of this stuff it's so dumb yeah Um, but I feel like um, I started watching that when we lived together, and I got through the first season, but then I think I lost, like, I never went back, but... Yeah, it uh, dropped off a little bit. Yeah. But it was entertaining, so if it's something you're just, like, watching in the background, I feel like it'd be a good binge yeah. for me. Um, The other show that I finished, I think back in, like, December, was Mad Men. It took me, it's, there's seven seasons of Mad Men, and it took me, I started it, like, almost a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. Almost two, almost two years ago, I think, and I watched seasons one through three, and then they took it off Netflix, and then they put it back on Amazon Prime, so I was able to finish it. Okay. Would you recommend it? I would recommend it, but it's hard to get through, and it's hard to get into and you really have to pay attention like it's not a background show you have to be paying attention to what happens because a lot of it is like 
facial expressions or like something happens and there's no sound you just have to watch what they're doing yeah um it's yeah interesting maybe one day I feel like I have a list of those like one day shows that I want to watch that are like intense but like I'm not in an intense mood at the moment so (laughs) they're on the list (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of intense oh it's pretty intense it's very dramatic yeah um but you really like root for the characters and like get to know them and it's like symbolic and like historical because like it's pretty accurate as far as like the time period in the 60s and early 70s so um there's like an episode when Martin Luther King Jr. gets shot and like how it affected everyone's lives in the show and interesting it's pretty cool if you like the six learning about the 60s time period yeah definitely recommend any other shows you've been watching Oh, This Is Us, Keeping Up With That, um, which is interesting because they're doing, like, COVID-19 stuff, so, like, they wear masks, and it's, like, real time. Isn't it weird to see, like, I feel like a lot of the shows that came back, like, I keep seeing previews for This Is Us, like, it's, like, almost, like, present day, and it's kind of weird, I don't know. It's weird to watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, because I'm also watching Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Oh, yeah. I think I've told about you that. About. Yeah. And I really like that show, and they're not doing coronavirus, so. Oh, interesting. But it's kind of, I don't know, it's not really like it. This is us. I think it works because it's more it's supposed to be like a real life like this is a real family and they're real problems yeah so awesome. what have you been watching um as far as like drama I'm caught up on Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 which are like spinoffs Station 19 is a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy and they're also doing COVID which if anyone is like not believing what's happening and like all the caution like watch a couple episodes of that it just like brings because they're doctors it just like brings home the like reality of like how bad it -hmm. was and still could be and is um depending on where everyone's at with a vaccine rollout um and so yeah it's it's been kind of hard to watch because it's like a little too real but it's it's good um I love everything Shonda Rhimes does so (laughs) um otherwise I've been kind of keeping it lighter hearted so uh reality tv my up my alley so I watched the latest season of million dollar listing have you ever watched that show I don't think so so it's on Bravo and it's basically like competitive like real estate agents so like they're kind of dramatic because they go to like brokers opens and they like fight for listings and stuff but I just like because I'm like kind of home searching, not that I can afford a million dollar home, but I love looking at houses. So they get to show you all these like multi-million dollar like places that um, are for sale. And I just, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun to like escape (laughs) 
it's kind of like watching something that I would never actually have, but fun to watch. I watched the LA version, so lots of beautiful houses with pools and just kind of fun. Something to have on in the background. Yeah. Um, and then I watched Below Deck. Have you, you ever heard of that? Also a Bravo show? Yes. I have heard of all the Bravo shows, but I have never watched them. Okay. Well, I watch like all of them except for some of the Housewives. Um, so I'm up, I'm watching Housewives too. But Below Deck is one of my new favorites. I feel like I've watched a few seasons, but um, it's basically like a bunch of pe- the crew of like a super yacht, and I think it's interesting. It's such an interesting like job dynamic to be like sharing rooms with your coworkers for like six weeks straight, and you're kind of trapped on this boat. Like, I don't think I could do that, <laughs> but it's interesting because then they also have to be professional. So like you can be fighting with your roommate because they're doing X, Y, Z, but yeah, you have to like serve these like customers and hope that you get like a really big tip. And it's just such an interesting like career field I that like, I don't know, it's kind of fascinating to watch because it's so different than like my office job. <laughs> so is it like people rent the yacht to take it out on like six week journeys? No. So there's a six week charter season. So um, usually people, wealthy, like wealthy people do like do a charter. So there's like a bunch of, there's usually like 10 charters throughout that six weeks. And it's usually like for three days at a time or four days. So then they have to like clean everything and like whatever and go pick up the next clients at the dock and then like go back out. And they all have like special crazy requests and um about like what they want to do and then they have to make it happen and like different themed parties and stuff and yeah so it's a bunch of different guests and sometimes the guests are funny too or out of control um but yeah it's it's very interesting that is interesting I haven't heard the phrase charter charter no charter a yacht no I have not in a while charter a yacht I forgot that's something that rich people do. Yes. <laughs> well, and they always are like, oh, before the next charter starts, we got to do X, Y, Z, blah, 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 to get ready for it. So, yeah. And it's also like a very, um, the season that's on right now is like when COVID is just starting. So it's like March-ish of 2020. And um, they are like in this middle of, I think it's, it's not the Mediterranean. Maybe they're in the Caribbean. I'm not sure where they are, but <laughs> they're in the middle of the ocean and they're just like watching the stats. They're like, oh, I'm so glad we're here and not in the U.S. There's like 78 cases now in the U.S. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like just how times have changed. But like being in a different country and like watching it unfold is interesting too. Just like at that time, I think. Yeah, I think it's interesting just hearing about how it affected like everyone's lives. Mm-hmm. in different ways and in different time periods yes um and then last but not least the challenge I will forever plug it's on again it is fantastic if you need something to watch there's something for everyone <laughs> it's drama there's challenges where there's physical challenges mental challenges I don't know it's like all you need in a sport <laughs> I have nothing to add. One day. 
one day you will join Yanin and I other than Wednesday. I respect your passion <laughs> we didn't talk about The Bachelor we didn't how did we miss this okay who is okay first of all how do you Wait, feel about Matt James first of all I feel like I sounded like super Minnesota <laughs> when I said oh we didn't talk about The Bachelor I love how the first thing Matt James said to um, Michelle, who's from Indina, Minnesota, was, I don't hear the accent. And I'm like, and she was like, just wait. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I still never heard it, but we, people from the cities don't really have. Okay, no, that's false because I have lived here my whole life. My sister, okay, actually, let's digress for a second. Um, yes. <laughs> So my sister's boyfriend, Jordan, is from California, and he was here for Christmas, and I was like, Jordan, do you think uh, we have accents? And he said, yes, and yours is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Is that mean? I don't know. (laughs) That's funny. Um, No, I just laughed, and then we talked about, my sister and I talked about how we're accent chameleons like whoever we are around we will talk like them yeah but I feel like my Minnesota accent has gotten progressively worse in the last couple years but you've also started to surround yourself via your husband by like people that lived like way up north which I feel like is a stronger accent yeah I think that's part of it but yeah it hasn't been proven I don't really know if there's a way to prove how you got your accent, but um, yeah, I think we definitely have them, but I, there's definitely areas where I'm like, whoa, Minnesota, that are like worse than ours, but. Yeah, well, I listen to Jordan talk, and I'm like, yeah, California accent for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I've had people in my classes, since it's like people from all over the country, um, from California, and there's this one girl in my that I talked to and like you totally sound like you're just on a beach like surfer (laughs) surfer accent and that's just very stereotypical of me to think like that but yeah it's funny oh I kind of love accents yeah yeah I don't mind having a Minnesota accent me neither although um, below deck there's a lot of people from Australia that work on it and I like I'm like oh, I wish I had an Australian accent but obviously it's not an accent to them it's just the way they talk so <laughs> right we really we really got the short end of the stick on accents yes here in the U.S. <laughs> for real but yeah no one's ever like I wish I had a U.S. accent Right. Well, it's like Southern accent or. Yeah. They say that Southern accent is just a British accent slowed down. Have you heard that? No, but now I feel like I need to listen to both and compare. Recently, <laughs> um, I watched the movie Knives Out. Yeah. Um, it's out oh, on Amazon like Prime right now. That. That's pretty new, right? And there's like a main detective guy in the movie and he is played by a guy who has played James Bond. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking up the name. Oh, Daniel Craig. 
and he and he's British. Um, and I probably should have known that, but I didn't. We were watching the movie, and I was like, "Is that guy Irish trying to do a Southern accent?" Because <laughs> it just sounded so weird. Um, but then he was British <laughs> trying to do a Southern accent. Um. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I um, took us. Okay. Bachelor. Um. Oh, crazy path there. That's okay. They were good teams. Bachelor. <laughs> Victoria. Okay. I saw an article. I didn't click on it. Is she no, a plant? It's been that like, is like a rumor. ABC did for drama has come out. Not ABC in general, but like. Um. Yeah, Rob Mills, and I'm just like making myself sound people from like the I show. Didn't know everything, but I listen to a lot of Bachelor podcasts. Um, is a guy <laughs> who he's like a producer or ABC executive who's gone on Nick Vial's podcast a bunch of times, and he has come out and said like, "No, she's not a plant. Like, we don't okay. do that. It wouldn't work to have an actor on the show." Um. She like this is all real. This is her. That makes me more sad. I mean, there's people like that in the world. I know. Um, um, the other girl is from Chicago, and there's like crazy drama with like her calling the other girl a escort. So someone dug up photos. And then they were talking about how, like, yeah. she was, like, a bottle service girl or something. And then someone dug up pictures of Anna that were, like, on social media of her as a bottle service girl at, a like, a club in Chicago. They're like, why are, why are you, yeah, of Anna. So they're like, why are you making fun of people for being a service girl? Is that's what you did in 2019. Seriously, like, just respect yeah. the hustle. Like, know. people need to make money. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying the season. I am too. I feel like it's the it's the most engaged I've been with. Like, I mean, I always suck at the names, but it's yeah, the most engaged I'm I've been in a season in a while. I think. for Michelle. Yes. Oh my gosh. Before that, I was kind of a fan of. Katie, yeah, but now I want Katie to be Bachelorette because I don't really think they have chemistry, connection. but I love her. Um, I like Abigail, too, but I don't think she's it. And I also like Brie, and so I think Brie, Brie could be up there, too. Yeah, agreed. Um, but yeah, Michelle is definitely my front runner Me as too. well. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, any other blossoming binges we need to talk about before we move on think to so. the next section? I think that's everything. Segment? Okay. Our next segment is Poppy Pages. So we are going to talk about um, some reads we've been enjoying recently. Uh, as you know, Emily's creative mind came beans. up with this uh, You're welcome. floral theme. <laughs> uh, what are you reading? Um, last night I finished Rural Diaries, which is a memoir by Hillary Burton Morgan. And 
I picked it up. Well, one, I heard someone say, like, recommend it in, like, a Facebook group. But she's also an actress from One Tree Hill. So I was obviously gravitated towards it because loved One Tree Hill. Um, and it it actually was, like, interesting as far as, like, celebrity me- memoirs go. Because I feel like she's her life is, like, kind of like a Hallmark movie in that she, like, met her famous husband. They're both actors. And they ended up, like, buying a farm and, like, they garden, like, they do, like, they remodeled the house themselves. They, like, I don't know, it was just, an, it was, it was a different viewpoint of, like, someone that's a celebrity, but also, like, very down to earth and, like, got back to their roots and, like, now has a farm and they, like, go out and, like, take care of their alpaca and their cows every morning and, I don't know it was just it was a very interesting and fun read and she touched on a bunch of different things um related to me too movement but also like um fertility and I so just really enjoyed it she? um oh Hillary Burton Morgan okay, so right. she played um Peyton Sawyer in One Tree Hill I got lost in um no that's okay chickens and cows no that's understandable um, and I don't know if you know the history, but One Tree Hill, um, their showrunner was kind of, um, I think he was the writer of the show. There was basically some really bad stuff that came out about him and um, she was like willing to give up acting, like to not put herself in the situation again. And I was like, that's just so interesting because like you work oh. your whole life for this goal and yeah, she was just I mean, content to like be on a farm. You just know, like not this anymore right I mean she's and she talked about how like she did eventually obviously come forward and um like still act but she like is cautious and yeah I don't know I would recommend it it was pretty lighthearted for the most part except for those couple items but it was just I don't know it was like reading a Hallmark movie <laughs> um I'm currently reading Untamed okay. by Doyle. tell me about it you read that, right? Almost I did. What do you think so far? Like, I mean, I think it's good. Like, she has a lot of good messages. And, uh, like, it's, I feel like it's a lot of things I need to hear right now because it's about, like, finding your path and, like, worried, you're worried about what you should be doing and with your life. And it's, like, a lot of good advice for that, those kind of wonderings. So, because she, yeah um had like a husband and kids and was just like living a normal life and then all of a sudden she just like uprooted got divorced and is now married to a woman who's also a professional soccer player and like just started this totally new life that has brought her like so much happiness and like she feels like she is in the right place where she's supposed to be where she never did, she never felt like that before. She was always just doing things because she thought she was, that's what she was supposed to do. So it's good. I like it so far. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I'm excited for you to finish it and see. Hopefully that is your opinion at the end as well. <laughs> um, I have four other books that I will run through quickly. Um, I'm reading That's What She Said, and I'm actually... Um, reading this with my coworkers at work we're doing a book club and it's it's that's Ooh. what she said what men and women need to know about working together and so I'm trying not to read ahead 
but so we're reading like a chapter a week but honestly it is so good and I love that all the points of things that are kind of obvious as like a woman in the workforce I think she like backs up with lots of like studies which I think helps drive her point home and then it's just interesting having this discussion with coworkers because I think a lot of it's like obvious to the women but until like we were forced to have the conversation or like talked about like our own personal stories like a lot of the men on my team are like wow I cannot believe that like I didn't notice that like I'm gonna be more aware of that and I don't know it's just had a very positive effect I feel like so far of something I'm excited to finish it (laughs) I was like I wasn't aware of that so um they talk about a lot of microaggressions um which that term is controversial, I know, but, um, uh, and like just subtle comments. There's a lot of examples that they give in books of subtle comments she received in her career from men. And they're like, well, we don't have any of that here at my place of work. And so we gave like real life examples of like things that men have said (laughs) to us that, and they're like, you're kidding. Like, and then they wanted to know who, and we weren't going to obviously share because, there's always that fear of retaliation, which is also in the talked about in the book. Um, and so I think it's just until you share the real example, it might you might think it's not our problem. It's like that only happens elsewhere. Um, yeah, I love yeah, that it's been, doing it's that. been interesting. I yeah, it's one of my favorite team activities. Like we do happy hours and different things to try to stay engaged, but. I think this, like, everyone has, like, a passion around, and, yeah, it's been fun. Um, The other two books, I actually, actually, the last three books that I was going to talk about were all on the 2019 Goodreads, um, like, best of list. So, I had, like, wanted to read, like, the top book in each genre, so it's not stuff I would normally read um, or pick out myself. Um, the first one is The Silent Patient. So it's kind of like a mystery, but I finished it in like one day. It's by Alex Michaelides. I don't know how to say his last name. And I finished it in like a day because it was just such a page turner. Like I needed to know what was happening and I did not guess the ending. So um, would definitely recommend it. It's not too creepy. It's like a little creepy, but like I've heard of that. I've seen a, a good mystery. I would recommend it. Yeah, it's, I have it if you want to borrow it, <laughs> if you feel like a mystery. Um, I read The Five, which is the true stories of the victims of Jack the Ripper. And I don't know what you know about Jack the Ripper, but um, everyone just like knows that his victims were basically prostitutes. But in reality, this author like dove in and talked about what, like basically proving that there's not actually evidence that a lot of them that most of them were like maybe one of them and then also talked about like their families and their circumstances that got them to be basically like really poor that made people assume that they were prostitutes so it's kind of interesting because it was like historical and it was nonfiction, but it also was like trying to get justice for the victims of murders that happened forever long ago so I don't know it was it was a good read it was very long um but I would definitely recommend it. It was interesting. And then lastly, I read Recursion by Blake Crouch. Um, 
this was like sci-fi it was kind of about time travel and it's not something I would normally read but I definitely enjoyed it so if that (laughs) interests you at all it was um basically they attempted to cure Alzheimer's by storing memories somewhere um but they accidentally kind of created a version of time travel so um it's kind of how that like power got turned into evil um so very interesting concept and definitely like something I could see happening if like we had that technology and like the way that it quickly became corrupted. Um, but it was an interesting concept and I enjoyed it and I probably wouldn't have picked it up on my own if I didn't commit to reading things outside of my normal genres. So I, those are my recommendations. I commend you for doing that because I don't think <laughs> I would do that. Um other, unless it was like like for book club where someone picks the book and I'm like okay well I guess I have to read this one yeah so I think that's awesome that you did that and also technology being invented and then getting corrupted that's that never happens <laughs> right oh have you seen, I was listening to a podcast this morning and they were talking about, um, yeah, the social, dilemma. Is it social networking. There's some documentary about mm-hmm. social networks. It talks a lot about how it's like monetized and how, um, like notifications and stuff are set up to like psychologically get you to spend more time. Like every like feature of like Instagram or Facebook or mm-hmm. any social network is to get you to spend as much time as possible on the like using the platform because that's how they make their money it's by you spending your time like using your eyes looking at things um and then it goes into how like it's led to such like extreme polarization because there's like all yeah all sorts of like a misinformation b just like whatever you're whatever you're looking at the stuff that the media you're looking at is in your little bubble that just keeps like refreshing like you're seeing the same things and so it's like reinforcing your beliefs and then it just like push pushing people further and further to different sides yeah that's what they were talking about is how kind of your truth is your truth but like someone else's truth might be valid too because of what they're like filtered to see um and then also, they talk mm-hmm. about how, yeah, like, we're the product of social media. We're being sold to people. Yeah, it's interesting. But, yeah, technology, man, Gotta love to hate it, Instagram. hate to love it. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> it's hard. I go on from time to time. So a floral fact is going to be the segment where we can share random articles that we found interesting or different things that we wanted to bring up. Um, Or as we called it before, the Emily Did You Hear segment. Um, The first one is, have you ever heard of the concept revenge, revenge bedtime procrastination? No. It's basically a term that's the phenomenon in which people who don't have much control over their daytime life, because like whether they're bombarded with work or like so scheduled, 
refuse to go to sleep early in order to regain sense of freedom during late night hours. So they like right. have control over what they're doing at night. Do so you know anyone that's up late? Or like does that resonate at all? Busy during the day. Basically, and it's like out of your control. So like if you're like back to back meetings, yeah. you finally I, have time I to like choose that. what you want to do. So you like sometimes. stay up late <laughs> to like yeah revenge yeah i've definitely done it i didn't know there was like an actual like term for it (laughs) revenge bedtime procrastination this was an article from vice but i thought that was interesting i was like i've definitely done that (laughs) are you a harry potter fan i am neutral um i did not know are you going to watch the live action tv series that they are going to create Um, probably. they are. <laughs> I'll check Does it out. Sound interesting at all? <laughs> You're not a Harry Potter fan, right? I'm not, mm-hmm. and it's I don't know that I like actively dislike Harry Potter. I just like have never given it a chance, and so I'd be curious if it would kind of follow the movies or if it'd be like kind of a completely different. It obviously be the same concept, but like what the storyline would be because the I feel like there's kind of a. Yeah, I wonder if it's like you have to deviate obviously from the books in order to keep um, a TV series. I, I feel like going, we're so. the worst people to be talking about this because we have no idea. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or like, good for you if you like. Well, Potter. listeners, if you know, Jordan, let us know. <laughs> yeah, get excited! It's happening. Um, the last world fact I have, not really a fact, but are you part of the Facebook group called Girls Love Travel? For you? Uh, no. Okay, well, I think that every female should <laughs> be part of it. I was just, like, really, um, I feel like media, like, social media, like we were talking about, can be so, like, political, and I don't go on it that much, but I, like, was scrolling through Facebook the other day, and I'm part of this group called Girls Love Travel, and it's basically girls from around the world, so not just, like, the U.S., it's people from all over the world, and they can go, and they can ask for questions on traveling alone, like, is this safe, and questions on, like, what's your favorite place to visit in this country or this country, and it's just, like, a lot of, like, collaboration, and the post I saw was someone who had posted a bikini pic who may not be society's like beauty standards um, stereotypically. And she's like, I'm just feeling like my true self and I wanted to post this pic. And it had 20 over like, at the time that I saw this post, it had like 2,500 comments and over 50,000 likes all saying, girl, get it. Like just like being super supportive. And I feel like that's like the one positive of social media that like- I love that. This corner of the internet is good. (laughs) right it's so rare that I feel like it needs to like we need to praise those all right yeah now we know um those were my floral facts for you um now we know dear paddle peeps uh you guys are all familiar with how this works yeah we will do our best to answer whether it's on an episode or just answer back via email um so the first listener i'm going to summarize um basically is asking hey ladies any new workouts that have kept you motivated at home during quarantine i had bought an elliptical at the beginning but i'm getting bored of that 
Any recommendations? I have several recommendations. Um, since you have an elliptical, I don't know. I guess I can talk about what I've been doing. So I tried like a bunch of different, just the free yeah. workouts, um, like the free trials of different apps. Um, I feel like in the beginning of COVID, all of them, like a bunch of them were offering like, like Peloton was like free 90 days um, and that kind of stuff. So I've, I've tried a bunch Um it depends yeah. on like what kind of workouts you like, but if you're a fan of like weights or just like body weighted, like no equipment workouts, um, Whitney Simmons is someone to follow on Instagram because she posts like super simple, like 20 minute workouts that you can do. And then, and she even sometimes does like a timer so you can just like go through the thing and like listen for the beep and then know when to like stop and switch to the next thing. Um, and she also has an app that is free and there's some stuff that's free, but if you pay like $10 a month or something, then there's like different programs you can do. So you, you could do like an eight week program and that would keep you committed. So Whitney Simmons, 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, yeah for sure I got a Peloton we got a Peloton a couple months ago which has been like absolutely life-changing I feel like people everyone who has a Peloton (laughs) is obsessed with it and they just want to talk about their Peloton so I try to refrain from gushing about it too much you're the only person I know that actually owns one though that isn't like just like social media um raving yes, about it so like a first um the app I think is worth it like I think it's worth it to pay for the classes um because they have the cycle classes and the treadmill classes but they have like yoga and um just like regular cardio classes where you don't need equipment um and then like strength classes where you don't need equipment and there's so many different options like if you just wanted to do like a five minute core workout like they have that or like a 10 minute body weighted leg workout. Like you can, like for me, it helps because it's not like committing to like an hour workout. Like you can kind of just like add a couple things together and feel like you did a lot, but really it was just like short five minute segments. So if you're like someone who doesn't like, if your attention span is limited, which mine often is. Yeah. It works. Um, and, and they also can play, they're, they're like licensed to play music. So like, if you just go on YouTube, you're not gonna get a class, like for free, you're not going to get a class that has like your favorite music in it. Whereas Peloton, they have like a Britney Spears class or a Backstreet Boys class or a Broadway class. Um, so they do like fun themed music and stuff like that I might have to check that out <laughs> I, I'll end my Peloton rant but then uh, Apple Fitness Plus is also um, like if you have an Apple Watch you can like I think that's free too to try um, I've heard good things about that I don't know just try whatever you can yeah 
I will say too, I guess what I've been doing is I did end up getting uh, a rowing machine because I was kind of sick of the the same old workout and that's something I missed. And it, I found, I got like a brand I had never heard of, but so far so good to try to save some money. Um, and I've liked that to kind of switch up my routine. And then also my gym kind of navigated to an app um, so that they have like an app that they can use where they put in their daily workouts and you can like have an interval timer and everything right in the app. So if you already are a part of a gym or something, like maybe there's that option. If not, I think a lot of gyms are offering it if you need that kind of accountability of someone reaching out to you. Um, otherwise, yeah, like Emily said, I think there's so many free resources out there to try. Okay. I think we answered that to the fullest. Um, okay, let's do one other one. Um, this says, hey, Floral Couch ladies, love this show. Any advice for dating in the pandemic? It seems like so much work, especially when you can't meet up at oh restaurants gosh. or anything. Um, this um, one is all you. Thanks in advance. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... Um, definitely the virtual dating apps I feel like you had brought up a while back like the idea which I still haven't tried but we said oh we were gonna do that on an episode live but where you like have to like if you can match you like have to like video chat right away maybe that would get the awkwardness out of the way um I do think it's hard too. like the only dates I've really gone on in the pandemic and I don't even know if you call them dates have been like friends of friends because you really can't go like do something in public although I feel like walks are always an option um like there's enough going on no need to stress like like I don't know it's hard because if you want to be dating and doing and like working towards like finding someone I think definitely do what you can but I also think it's not like something you really have to stress that much about and also hopefully we're on like the upswing like I know it's supposed to be bad COVID is supposed to be really bad in the next like few months but then hopefully more and more people will get vaccinated and things will be better so I don't know it's probably not good advice not maybe not what you want to hear but yes that is good gonna get better you'll be able to date again normally (laughs) uh yeah and yeah I feel like be patient like dating is a lot anyway especially like yeah I feel like the other piece too is that like Mm -hmm. everyone's kind of in the same boat so if you like are on a dating app or something like they're also like stuck at home so like you can meet each other halfway because you guys are likely in a similar situation so yeah otherwise things are hopefully wear a mask things are looking up good luck (laughs) we'll be normal again at some point (laughs) but I feel like we didn't give a sorry that was we don't have a better answer um Um, segment Emily a different black owned business every time so our the business we are talking about today is called partake and this is um a shout out of black owned business but also a new favorite trader joe's item 
but I guess it's not Trader Joe's brand so um but it's just something that I found at Trader Joe's and they are partake and they're cookies and it is started it was started by a family so a mom and a dad who um were their daughter had a ton of allergies like food allergies so it's gluten-free vegan non-gmo um like allergy Mm -hmm. top eight allergens free these like little um crunchy cookies and they're really good they have a bunch of different flavors i've tried the sprinkle ones and the chocolate chip ones and that's all they have at trader joe's but if you go on their website, they have like birthday cake and cookie butter. They have like soft cookies and crunchy cookies. And then they also have a baking mix. It's like a, you can put it, you can use it for like pancakes, muffins, cakes. Um, and for, I just thought they were delicious. I feel like we need to taste test them. Slash, um, you've already tasted them, but I will. Um, I send me a box. want to try all the different flavors <laughs> on the website. Uh, they have chocolate chip, triple chocolate, cookie butter, birthday cake. Yes. Partake foods. Maybe partake I'll go on and order. Com. We'll link the um, website in the show notes as well so that you can um, check it out. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Floral Couch Conversations. And if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone you know and leave us five stars. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.